Welcome to episode 42 of ShimmyCast. I'm your host, Anal Rabari. This week, we have the usual event announcements and answers to the question of the week. A review of Belly Dance Fitness for Weight Loss Daily Quickies, and more of the roundtable discussion from my troupe. The music for this week is from Follick and Headroom Project. Let's get started. Who are some of your favorite dancers? Cara Mia from Pennsylvania posted, I've just recently found belly dancing, so I'm not familiar with a whole lot of dancers. However, my favorite dancers are Rachel Bryce, Ansuya, and Petite Jamila. I also like Nina and Vina, and it was their videos that got me into belly dancing. What type of reviews would you like? Nama in Springfield, Missouri says, I would like to hear more workshop reviews particularly from workshops or with teachers that aren't local to my area. Workshops are probably my biggest focus for learning new styles and networking with other dancers, but workshops and traveling can be quite expensive. So hearing reviews from different dancers in different cities about different teachers in the workshop circuit would be most helpful in deciding who and where I would like to focus my dance studies. This includes worldwide. I would enjoy hearing about workshops and festivals happening in other countries. So you fellow listeners heard it. If you have reviews on workshops or teachers, go ahead and send them in. We'd love to include those for ShimmyCast. What is your favorite costume style? Karamia from Pennsylvania wrote, Personally, I find tribal style costuming to be my favorite right now. The tribal costume seems to have a unique, personal flair to it. So many different beads, tassels, and elements, if you can't choose. In tribal, you can wear them all. I also like the way that it combines and reflects the costuming of many different cultures. How often do you practice and for how long? Zephnis commented, I have class once a week for about two hours. I do try to run through all the choreography I know every day. I've made a CD of all the music and just run through the whole CD. At this point, I only know about seven songs, so it really doesn't take that long. I also edit my music to slow it down to about 35%, and I run through the songs that way as well sometimes. It's amazing how much that really helps me dance. I guess overall, I tend to practice outside class about five to six hours per week. It just really depends on if we have performances coming up, how I feel, what's going on, etc. What is your favorite prop and why? Karamia from Pennsylvania posted, My favorite prop would have to be the veil. I've not gotten to the point where I'm coordinated enough to use one yet, but I love the grace and, feminine and femininity that it adds to the dance. I think that belly dance superstar Petite Jamila's double veil performances have made that question easy for me to answer. She's wonderful with veils. What prop do you think you won't try? Yarn Dancer from Scotland wrote, Wow, this is a tough one. 
I don't normally like to say I'll never do something, because as soon as I do, I usually end up changing my mind and at least trying it. I can't really see myself dancing with a fe- with a feather boa, though. Far too flamboyant for me. Although my friend did show my class a routine she'd learnt at a workshop using a handbag and other prop inside it, such as a lipstick, and I had a go at that. Yeah, and and I'm like you. I don't like to say that I'll never do something, which is why I phrased the question as what prop do you think you won't try? And um, I didn't even think of Feather Boa. So, and that's really interesting. Um, I'm kind of with you. I don't think I probably ever would try a Feather Boa. To me, it just doesn't seem belly dance enough. to. So I wouldn't even think of dancing with a Feather Boa because of that. But... um. Yeah, I I also think you're right, too. It's probably a little more flamboyant than I could pull off. And Cara Mia from Pennsylvania says, I've seen pictures of dancers who balance a tray full of lit candles on their heads. That's totally cool for someone who can do that. But for me, not so much. I couldn't imagine the balance and coordination that would take. I can just see myself trying to do that. I'd probably sneeze and the candles would go flying. I also have mutual respect for people who can dance with fire. It looks awesome. But again, I'd be scared. Maybe a nice orange slash yellow glittery costume and matching veil. That's probably the closest I'd ever get to that. Yeah, um, I'm actually trying to work my way up to performing with fire. I have um, some candle holders that I've been practicing with a lot uh, with my candles in them. I haven't got to the point where I feel comfortable enough to light them yet, but I'm working on it and I, I think I'll get there. And I, I really do. I want to do one of the tray full of candles acts as well. Um, but so far, I haven't found a tray that I really like, so I haven't started working on that. But I know someday I'll see a tray that I just love, and I'll get it, and then that'll be in the works. And now your ShimmyCast news. July 13th through August 1st, the belly dance superstars will be having various workshops and shows in the United Kingdom, Spain, Germany, Georgia, California, Oklahoma, Quebec, Mexico, Florida, Arizona, British Columbia, the Czech Republic, Oregon, Maryland, and Illinois. July 13th through the 15th, Northern Migration Tribal Alternative Belly Dance Festival. And... Again, go check that event out. It's going to be in Buffalo, New York, and they've got a lot of fabulous instructors coming. July 13th through 15th, 12th Annual Wiggles of the West Belly Dance Contest in Reno, Nevada. July 13th through 15th, Princess Harna and Workshops and Show at the Asheville Americana Burlesque and Sideshow Festival, celebrating classic American dance, circu and Sideshow Arts in Asheville, North Carolina. 
July 20th through 22nd. Belody of Huntsville presents Victoria in Huntsville, Alabama. July 21st, Samara Salim sponsors Maja in a one-day intensive workshop and show and night at the Cashbox in Jacksonville, Florida. July 21st, Jim Boz in workshop hosted by Judy Cunningham in Sedalia, Missouri. July 21st through 22nd, Wiscala Rayad presents Mahmoud Rida in two-day workshop, Danbury, Connecticut. July 21st through the 22nd, MEDA of Louisiana presents Amel Tafsut in workshops and show, Lake Charles, Louisiana. July 22nd, Urban Berbers will be performing at the Hiawatha Community Center in West Seattle, Washington. July 22nd through the 27th, Yusri Sharif, 10th Annual Week-Long Intensive with Tito and Idea in uh, New York, New York. July 25th through the 29th, Oasis Dance Camp East with Cassandra, guest teacher Sahira, Saida, and percussion, and percussion with Nicole Lacorgian in Pittsville, Massachusetts. July 27th, Gypsy Fire will be performing at the River's Edge Bistro and Cafe in Tulsa, Oklahoma. July 27th through the 28th, Shimmy Fest featuring Dahlia Corelli in Fayetteville, Arkansas. July 27th through 29th, Retreat at Lake Nakamixon with Grant Smith and Taya, Upper Banks County, Pennsylvania. July 28th, Arton 2007 Drum Dance and Didgeridoo Festival in Reno, Nevada, July 28th through 29th. Unmata's Amy Segal teaches two days of workshops in Las Vegas, Nevada, July 28th through 29th. Morocco Workshop and Show in Tallahassee, Florida, July 30th through August 1st. The International Belly Dancing Convention with workshops, shows, vendors, and more in Las Vegas, Nevada. August 2nd, Bel Lahar will be playing at Casa de Luz in Austin, Texas for the Desert Passion Show. October 20th through 21st, Ariella and Ziva Sabrantina in workshop. Ariella will be teaching four days of tribal fusion and yoga on Saturday and two hours of gothic belly dance styling Sunday. Ziva will end the weekend with two hours of Indian fusion style belly dance. This has been the ShimmyCast News for this week. And as always, you can find more information about all of these events on our forum board. This week's review is Belly Dance Fitness for Weight Loss Daily Quickies, and it's reviewed by Anala Robari. I was intrigued to see this DVD in stores and decided to put it in my Netflix queue so I could decide if it would be worth buying. I was really interested because this 50-minute DVD offers five 10-minute workouts. And let's face it, who among us doesn't have a hard time fitting exercise into our daily schedules? 
Rania is a professional belly dancer and certified personal trainer. All the workouts are specific to a body area. Abdominal isolations, arms, chest, and back, legs and buns, waist sculpting, and flexibility training. The abdominal isolations workout. The exercises included are a squeeze release, a belly roll, regular plano crunches, some variations on crunches, and scissor legs. She demonstrates alternative moves only for a few beats. She spent a very short time on the belly roll movement. She doesn't explain the, the um, she doesn't explain the belly roll a lot, and I was shocked that it was included in this 10-minute workout because really a belly roll should be a longer workout all into itself. Arms, chest, and back. This workout included shoulder rolls, snake arms, shoulder punches, up to shoulder shimmies, chest out and in, upright rolls, lateral pull-downs, bicep curls to the side, tricep curls, push-ups, prone hyperextensions, and back and arm stretches. I didn't like the way she explained snake arms, um, talking about moving your elbow to ceiling and floor, as I teach the movement more as shoulder, elbow, wrist. And I've never seen anyone lift their arms up above their head while doing snake arms either <laughs> so that kind of threw me um she's demonstrating the chest in and out movement and the camera focuses on her abs instead which i found distracting as well and this wouldn't bother me if she were talking about engaging the ab muscles to achieve the chest movement but she doesn't so i'm sure a lot of people will be wondering why are why am I looking at her abs right now when we're doing a chest movement? Um, she did demonstrate the alternative version of a push-up longer than other alternative movements. And she demonstrated a harder push-up version as well. Dancers, legs, and buns. This workout includes plies, lunges, leg swings, leg lifts, and stretches. For this workout, you need something you can lean on like a chair. Although she doesn't mention that to you in advance. This was the workout I was the most disappointed in as there was no belly dancing in it at all. I was expecting hip lifts and drops as well as hip shimmies. I would have even thought that there would have been some exercises covering walking and releve, but there wasn't. Waist sculpting workout. This includes rib slides, chest lifts and drops, vertical chest circles, lower half of a camel, camel variations, mayas, maya variations, reverse maya, horizontal hip figure eights, hip lifts, hip slides, and stretches. This workout had the most belly dancing in it, although I didn't care for her dance style in this section because it is so different from the way I was taught. She raises her heels on her mayas. She lets her hips pop up on the horizontal figure eights. And she doesn't perform the hip lifts and basic stance. With her hip slides, there is no instruction on technique, such as trying to make the slides look even and level. 
flexibility training. This workout includes plies, vertical chest circle, vertical chest circle, Cleopatra and Cobra stretches, downward dog leg stretches, and back stretches. I like this workout more than a lot of the others because I enjoy yoga and flexibility work. Again, I wish there had been more belly dance moves included, as I find if I slow down belly dance moves enough, I feel like I'm getting a flexibility workout. The special features, which include trailers for other belly dance DVDs, a photo gallery, and the workout to music without narration, are in my opinion, sparse. There weren't any performances of Rania included or a biography of her either. I find this a little unexcusable as it is a common practice to include these in all belly dance DVDs. On the whole, I was really disappointed with this DVD. I was really wanting a series of 10 minute belly dance workouts and not workouts that were a lot of traditional aerobic and weightlifting moves with a few belly dance moves thrown in. I think she could have won me over if the workouts were put together as five minutes belly dance, five minutes traditional workout mixed together, but they weren't. Most of the workouts were more three minutes belly dance and seven minutes traditional workout. I was also disappointed that she did not demonstrate alternative moves for very long. I understand that this is probably due to time constraint of a 10 minute workout, but the way to get around that is to have some other ladies to continue to demonstrate those for her. Finally, I was disappointed in the lack of belly dance in the special features. I probably could have forgiven and forgotten all my disappointment in the workout portion of the DVD if I could have seen some beautiful dancing, but there wasn't even that to fall back on. On the whole, I don't think that this DVD is going to be satisfactory to a belly dancer, as there is not a lot of belly dancing included. I can see where a person who is more into traditional aerobics, weightlifting, and body sculpting might enjoy this program for the variety that the belly dance will give them from the regular routines. But I'm glad that I decided to rent this one before just buying it when I saw it in the store. This week's first song is bonus track from the album Evolution by Follett.
Emails and feedback. Yarn Dancer in Scotland posted, I love the roundtable discussion you had this week in episode 40. I do ATS classes as well as belly dance, and I loved hearing about your guys' first impressions of ATS. I started doing ATS about two years after I started belly dance, and it's really helped with doing belly dance. I pay much more attention to what the teacher is doing because I'm used to looking for those little cues now. I notice much more about what my teacher is doing and find it easier to copy new moves. ATS has also helped with my posture and paying more attention to how I'm standing. My teacher encourages us to look in the mirror and see what we're doing. And even though the posture in ATS and belly dance are different, I pay a lot more attention to standing up straight and don't slouch nearly as much in dance and a normal everyday life. She also gets us to really work on getting that tribal attitude, which has made it easier to work on other types of stage attitudes and presence. I'm not too sure about beginner belly dancers waiting until they totally know belly dance before taking up ATS or any other dance style though. My ATS class has all skills of belly dancers in it, from people who have never done an Egyptian belly dance class to professional belly dance teachers. And I think ATS is different enough that it stands out when you're practicing and it doesn't really get mixed up, in a bad way at least. Sure, when I'm improving belly dance, I sometimes end up putting ATS steps in there, such as basic Egyptian steps or Arabics or tribal style turns, but only when it goes with the music, and I think it can really add to the dance. I just keep telling myself it's fusion, and it's just adding to my own dance style. I add moves from other types of dance, too, when it goes with the music, and it can blend together quite well, I think. Of course, there's days when it feels like I'm just mixing and matching, making a big mess of it. But that's more to do with my attitude that day than the two dance styles themselves. So I think if there is a beginner dancer out there who wants to try another style of dance, then they should just go for it. I've found doing other styles of dance has improved my belly dancing because you learn different things and it makes you look at it in a whole new way. Don't worry about getting the styles mixed up. Just call it fusion. Whew, long post. Anyway, what I wanted to say was that I loved the discussion and can't wait to hear the rest of it. Your podcast is fantastic, Anala, and I look forward to every new episode. I'm still working my way through the old ones. I'm up to episode 15 now, and I'm loving everyone. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for your feedback, Young Dancer. Um, I wanted to take a bit to clarify my opinion here because I'm not sure how well anything any of us said that night came across since it was late and we were talking over each other in places and everything. Um, what I was trying to say was that I think it might be hard for some people to learn both styles at the same time. Although I don't think it's necessary to wait until you have mastered one style to start learning the other style. And what I was specifically thinking more was of a scenario where someone totally new to a dance starts one style in a Monday night class and then starts the other style in a Wednesday night class. And I could see where that might cause problems and confusion if your goal is to master each style individually. 
And I think in that case, it might be better to take about a month's worth of classes for one style and then start taking classes for the other style. And, and, but I totally agree with you that it can be fun to learn other styles of dance and movement and mix those in with whatever style of belly dance you practice. But I also think a lot of it comes down to the individual person as to what their goals are and what their learning style is. I personally had no problems changing my cabaret style into tribal. But some of the other girls in my troupe did, and they wanted to share their experience with that frustration. However, I'm very glad that we have your counter opinion to add to that conversation and to add to their experiences so other dancers out there who are considering tackling another style or two styles at the same time can listen to all these experiences and maybe figure out what's best for them. And at this point, I'm going to try not to gush about how this is the perfect example of what Jimmy Cast is supposed to be. <laughs> but anyway. Also, um, I wanted to take the time to remind you guys that uh, you have until July 15th to nominate Shimmy Cast for the Podcast Awards, uh, www.podcastawards.com. Please nominate us for the Culture Arts category. We'd appreciate it. And I finally got my act together and have signed up on tribe.net. I know I've, I've been reading a lot of the forums and stuff forever and it's finally like, my gosh, I should sign up for an account and I'm so stupid to have waited so long. So, um, if any of you guys use tribe.net, um, Feel free to sign me up as your friend or send it, you know, a little email to me saying, hey, let's be friends um, because I'm there now and we can connect that way. So if anyone has any comments, suggestions or feedbacks, email to shimmycast at gmail.com, post on the forum, uh, send an audio, vote for us on Podcast Alley or Podcast Pickle, leave reviews in iTunes, sign up on the Frapper Map, nominate us for Podcast Awards. Yay! Okay, guys, so here's some more of our roundtable discussion. Um, and... After this week's show, we'll have two more weeks. It was We ended up talking forever. It's a, it's a pretty lengthy discussion, so um, it's going to cover the next two shows as well. So I hope you enjoy it some more. And I, I thought the Hofla, the, the stage show, went really well. I was very impressed that um, I thought it was really well organized because it's hard to organize a stage show yeah, and, yeah, and, sure. and it just it went it went, so it went very smoothly yeah that stage show the workshop the meeting, yeah and and, and I mean with Hoff, yeah and, and with Hoffles you know and stage shows those things can go on forever and and yeah, you know you're there all night but I thought this one was a very good length I think there was maybe like. 13, 15 I think she said acts. 15 different, different performances. performances. Yeah. And 
I think they were all under five minutes, mm-hmm. and it just went like clockwork. And, and it was a large variety of different things. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. Same old, same old every dance. Yes, it was. There was a mix of um, tribal cabaret. fusion and cabaret and um, gothic and yeah, snake dancer and trying to remember. Oh, and the mom and me thing. Yeah, the yeah the adorable junior girls routine was there. Those girls were so cute. They had kind of faux Isis wings and they were just flitting around the stage like little butterflies. They had put them in such adorable costumes. So they were so cute. And the colors that they put the girls into. Yes, and their costumes just made them look like They did. They're precious. They were precious and they had the little wreaths around their heads. Yeah, 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 very age appropriate. Yeah, as far as the costume and the movement, full ballady type dresses, and it was very nice, very tastefully done. Yeah, and I felt, um, I I felt like it was very warm and supportive. We we performed uh, Marco Polo. And um, I know you guys were a little concerned when we got off stage because you were like, they didn't clap while we were dancing. And I was like, Marco Polo is not really the type of song well, you was, clap to. I, I was expecting a hiss or something. I expected some noise. Yeah. Well, there was a lot of noise yeah, when we, we finished. Yeah, they, they everybody loved us. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I felt like we got very warm applause yeah, yeah. when we had finished. And I know when we came off, stage um there was one other performance after us or two and then we went into intermission and i know i we had several people and personally i had several people come up and said that was so beautiful it was so awesome and that they really enjoyed it so and i know i enjoyed seeing all the other girls to perform I thought it was really good. And at the end, um, I remember she made special mention about us having to come all the way from Arkansas. Yeah. You know, and I thought that was really sweet, too. Yeah, and I thought it was very nice of her, too, that um, she had roses for all oh, the performers. That was so yeah, that was so and nice. And, like, at least that had to have been at least two dozen of beautiful red uh, roses yeah. for uh, oh, who's, yeah. who taught. Yeah. yeah. That was really thoughtful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, and I mean, it's it's kind of expected to that you'd give like roses or some kind of little gift to the person who teaches the workshop, yeah. but to give all the yeah, other performers rose yeah. a, a rose too. Yeah, yeah. Really, I mean, she had every all the dancers come on stage, and, and I was so impressed because she said that this is the very first um, thing that she had ever. Done the first Hofla or she had and workshop, to, she, workshop yeah. that she had ever tried to organize, and it was so very well done. Yeah, it was very yeah. Well done. Um, there was there was a um, you know selection of different vendors that were there. There was you know I mean door prizes offered. There was lunch offered as a part mm-hmm. of the. Uh, you know, workshop yeah, lunch fees. Yeah, lunch was included in the workshop, in the workshop fee. fee. And the workshop fees themselves were very, very reasonable. Right. Um, and everything was just absolutely was beautiful. Yeah. Well, yeah, okay. she, she, she complained she was disorganized, and I didn't oh, see it. Oh, well, yes, no. <laughs> I, I was, I I was thrilled. See. I've seen disorganized, and she wasn't disorganized. And she, she wasn't running around with her head chopped off. Right? Yeah, she was <laughs> 
Now she was running around changing her costume three or four different times because of her I know. performances. Yeah. I mean, not only was she organizing oh, she this thing, she was, costume. you know, she took care of all of the music during the workshop, and then she, you know, I mean, and organized lunch. the lunch and all the cleanup afterwards. And I mean, and then get, got everything ready for the performance. And then she still also had like three or four different pieces that she performed as well, and mm-hmm. all in different costuming mm-hmm. in between that. And 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 then she was there awesome. looking just as beautiful and yeah. fresh as can yeah. be after it was over, offering the the flowers and and just mm-hmm. being a wonderful hostess the whole time. Yeah. And yeah. that's the way to put. It. She was a wonderful hostess. Wonderful hostess. Yes. Yeah. And that's the way you felt when you arrived. She greeted us. Yeah, she, she was the hostess. She was. She was. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, would you go to another American Tribal Style workshop? Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I had a blast. Yeah. And I think this is the next year. Yeah. This is just the tip, and you know, you want to know what's past that. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's like. You know, I don't want to give up doing cabaret. No, I love my cabaret. No, I love and my cabaret. And, yeah, and I, I don't think cabaret. there's anything that says to, you have to. Right. And, but yeah. I want to be able to. To open my world, open our worlds. To, exactly. To yeah, and, and, you know, I, I feel like I, I follow the leader so much anyway. It's just. <laughs> 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 I thought we need to do this all the time. <laughs> you just so follow the leader. We just didn't have the cues before. Yes, they've all told me, okay, Anola, you have to Remember, ooh, ee, yeah. ah, yep. <laughs> flick the wrist, flick the wrist. I'm one of these back row people, you know. I have to see the later. I think it's important being a belly dancer to know every single type of belly dancing that's possible to learn because. You know, there's so many things that interact with other belly dancing moves. And just to be, you know, really open to all of them and really educated about all of them, that, that's just wonderful to me. I mean, I love dancing anyways, and I well, think this adding that mm-hmm. is wonderful. Yeah. The dance is such an evolving dance. I mean, it's not what it was even 10 years ago. So, you know, what we are doing now is just continuing to evolve, you know. And if you are closed-minded, you're, you're losing out in some of the richness of an evolving art form. Yeah, yeah. I like that what we're saying. I said belly dancing, you know, is an art, too. So, you know, keep open-minded, even though I still like... Probably the cabaret is still the best. I'm so open-minded to ATS and maybe tribal fusion, you know, and I'd probably be willing to try it all, too, but um, I just enjoy dancing, period. <laughs> yeah, and I know some of us are going to, um, are planning on trying to go to the tribal fusion workshop that's going to be in Tulsa in July. So are you guys looking more forward to that now that you've tasted American tribal style or... You know, what, what's your thoughts about that coming up? I'm ready for it. Bring it on. I'm ready for it. <laughs> She's okay. like, let's do it. I'm looking forward to it. I know it's going to be a little bit different, but I'm, I'm open-minded. I'm, I'm willing to check it out. Yeah. There's definitely that yearning. I've got to, I've got to know a little bit more. Yeah. 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 Well, and I know, too, I'm hoping that I can come back to Springfield in October because they're bringing um, 
Ariella and teaching another workshop where um, she's going to be doing some of her um, Indian fusion stuff too. Which and I'm just like, and she closed the show tonight with some of her Indian fusion stuff, and I was just like, it was so awesome. I was like, I have to learn how to do that. <laughs> it was so beautiful. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start saving the pennies. <laughs> any, any other final thoughts on American tribal style? It's just well worth it. checking. Yeah, it, it's definitely out. worth yeah, checking out. Definitely yeah. Out. It was awesome. Yeah. I kind of fell in love with it the minute she started. Oh, yeah. As yeah. soon as I got the concept, you know, this oh, is yeah, to follow the later. Well, and her. Cues, it's like, whoa. She made, she made it fun. She yeah. made it fun. Her passion for it, too. Came out. She, yeah. yeah. And you didn't feel stupid when you had No, she made you feel good. Yeah. You didn't feel like you were. Less skilled it. than everybody else in the class. Yeah. It was like, you know. And certain moves that some of us, quote, didn't get, you know, she didn't have problem going over and over and over and over. You know, she's like, yeah. You know, and I, I really felt like it was, it was very, I didn't feel like I was at a workshop. I felt like I was actually just at a regular class, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. And it, and it was just, you know, because she, she was very, she was wonderful at reminding us, like, when one of us would be like, can we go over that again? You know, and you you know, you always, when you're in a workshop, you always hate to ask to go over something again because people have paid money and they, you know, you only have a certain amount of time with this instructor, so you want to get as much out of them as you can. And she's always like, yeah, we have all the time in the world. We can, we'll go over this. You, no problem. We can do this four or five more times. It's, you know, no big deal. We want to make sure we got it. But yeah. maybe part of it was the group we were with, because the other students didn't mind either. They didn't mind, no, no. Yeah. So they they seemed to be upset if somebody wanted us to have something yeah. or anything. So maybe it was a group of dancers we were with that made it so wonderful. That's true, too. It wasn't like a humongous bunch of people either. So, I mean, it was a nice-sized nice nice group. Yeah. And we had room enough. We weren't real crowded. Right. Space. Yeah. So it would have been a little hard to be crowded with skirts. Yeah. 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 Okay. So now that I kind of have you all here in front of a microphone, I'm going <laughs> to. Oh. <laughs> yes. My rapid fire questions. Okay. Barefoot or in shoes? Barefoot. Or barefoot. Barefoot. It's barefoot. <laughs> Who would be the. The, the one voice out. And what she does it depend on? She likes the black boots. Well, it just depends. Because like, some um, places are outside where there's gravel and stuff that get caught in my feet and it's really uncomfortable, so I prefer some dance shoes. But if I'm inside a place with a nice stage, it's really nice to go bare feet because I get more gripping on the floor. Okay, what's the one thing you have to have in your dance bag? my makeup <laughs> oh I'm still in the process of creating this dance bag so I have to think come back to me I'm going to say safety pins also which I have plenty of in my bag <laughs> my shing shings shing shing what the heck is a shing shing <laughs> that's what me and my mom call them our shing shing belts and you know anything that makes belts? yeah I'll my coin belts <laughs> yeah my <laughs> coin belts put coin belts and that's what my friends call them too or 
Oh, bring your shing shings. This is what I have to have in my bag. <laughs> I just have to have good friends that I can borrow with. <laughs> so if I forgot, they'll bail yes, me out. I am thankful a bunch of us are the same size and we can borrow. Okay, which that brings me up something I, I didn't think to ask earlier. Uh, going back to the workshop, what was the best purchase you made today from a vendor? I couldn't make any because all of the good stuff was snapped up. <laughs> Buy your fellow truth members, wasn't it? Guys, let me get something here. Mine, 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 mine. <laughs> All right, but you're going to let me wear it. <laughs> okay, so Ellen, you didn't get anything because everybody else bought it up. Bought it up. It was like the, the store's empty. So, so um, this is line. I was the money holder for my daughter and I. Um, so, but let's see. I bought a beautiful necklace with matching earrings. That probably, but then I bought a CD, and I was really came to look for music, so that was good. Um, those are probably my two prime purchases. And daughter? Yes, this is Leila Dollarder, Amelia, and I think my best purchase was my cuffs. Yeah, my arm cuffs. They are beautiful silver, American tribal style arm cuffs that we all wanted to buy, but she snatched them up first. What can I say? It's always the little ones. You have to be careful. They just get in there. They're, they're scrappy and vicious. They get in there and they buy it all up. Okay, what else? A loss of all our jewelry that we bought. Perfect. Oh, my purse. Yes, my purse. I am, I'm a, I'm a shoe fanatic and a purse fanatic, and I bought a purse for five bucks, and I love it. It's tiny, and will help me downsize my big purses to a tiny purse. <laughs> You're a belly bitch. Yeah, I, I can carry everything in it. We're trapped on an island. We can survive off of Callie's purse. <laughs> That's a great one. Okay, Delilah. Well, I got an awesome silver coin bra cover for $15, and it looked great with my new tribal skirt. So I'm excited about that. And I got some anklets, too. They're really cute and snazzy. Yeah. And what did you get in Alarabari? Um, I got a really, really awesome uh, fringe hip belt. that it, It's it's green, and it like goes all the way down to my ankles. It was really good. And then I actually I bought from Zava this really cool tribal tassel belt that I'm really excited about that was blue and gold and everything and it ends up that it's actually the belt that she's wearing on her costume for on the cover of the DVD that she's going to be sending out of a workout and everything with the skirt routine that she taught us today. <laughs> yeah, I think it's funny. We're sitting there looking at the DVD. You know, that looks an awful lot like the one you bought. And Zavara goes, that is the one. <laughs> and it's an original. I made Yes, she made it. It is. It's very special. So I hope you all enjoyed that round table. And now it is time for this week's question of the week. And that question is, 
If you could go through another dancer's wardrobe closet, whose would you go through and why? To answer, you can send emails to shimmycast at gmail.com or go on the forum board at shimmycast.blogspot.com. And don't forget about the contest. We are starting to submit a, uh, accept submissions <laughs> for the contest. So uh, send me an email to let me know if you need to. We need to figure out how you can submit what you want to do. And that contest again is you are supposed to demonstrate why you like ShimmyCast. And it's time for the second music pick of the week. This song is Siri Adoro from the album Siri Adoro by Hedrum Project. I hope you all enjoy, and until next time, this is Anala Rabari saying Shimmy On.
Thanks again for listening to ShimmyCast. You can leave us feedback at shimmycast at gmail.com and be sure to visit our website and forum at www.shimmycast.blogspot.com. Remember, the opinions expressed are those of the host and the podcast crew. Thanks again.